Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lisa H., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Memphis, Tennessee. Today is Wednesday, April the 28th, 2021, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today we're reading from the big book, and we're on page 53, the third paragraph that begins, Arrived at this point. We'll be reading and commenting on that one paragraph. Today's readers are, for the 12 Steps, Nancy C., the 12 Traditions, Carmela G., readers of the text, Reva P., Barbara E., our newcomer greeter is Tanya G., and our second hour host is Sandy W. The share IDs for yesterday, Tuesday, April the 27th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 16,839. That's 16839. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, it's 16,840. So that's 16840. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Nancy C. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning, everyone. Nancy C. checking in from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thanks for letting me serve this month. 
Thank you, Nancy C. And I'll now ask Carmela G. to please read the 12 traditions. Thank you so much. This is Carmela G., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from New York. Tradition one, our commonwealth should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Overeaters Anonymous must has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to praise principles before personalities. And I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Carmela G. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature and stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 53, the third paragraph that begins arrived at this point. And I'll now ask Reva P to please get us started. 
Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. Arrived at this point, we were squarely confronted with a question of faith. We couldn't duck the issue. Some of us had already walked far over the bridge of reason toward the desired shore of faith. The outlines and the promise of new land had brought luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to flagging spirits. Friendly hands had stretched out in welcome. We were grateful that reason had brought us so far, but somehow we couldn't quite step ashore. Perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile, and we did not like to lose our support. So this is Reva, compulsive overeater. Arrived at this point, which point? Um, Well, the paragraph before is telling me um, I'm faced with a dilemma that either God is or he isn't. And, and this paragraph is just um, getting me think about, you know, and reason here is capital R. So, you know, God brings me to a certain point. I come to the meetings. I learn about OA. I see powers of example. I see people um, who become different people through this power that I can't really understand. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of there. But this is... I think for me, talking about taking the next step, and and what struck me is the word courage and and the willingness to do something that scares me. Um, And then all the reason, reason, reason. So this reminds me, the greatest obstacle to having courage and doing things that scare me, the greatest obstacle to my recovery is my thinking, my logic, my reason. I'll go a certain amount, but not more. And that might mean, you know, doing some of the steps, but not all of them. Um, Being willing to do something, but not actually taking the action. And this afternoon, I'm doing something that really scares me. And I've been sitting on the fence for weeks. Um, Should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And at some point, um, I have to take that leap of faith and trust. Um, Trust that God's going to carry me, that I'm going to be okay, Um, that if this is God's will, um, no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome, I'm going to be okay. Um, So I think this is encouraging me to keep moving, keep moving. You know, step one, I'm powerless. Step two, I need some power. Um, And then move on and take the actions. Um, But logic will only get me so far and I will stay stuck. and I don't like losing my support, but when I, my support is the logic and the reason, it's a very flimsy support, and it doesn't really work well. Um, so, yeah, thank you, God, um, for the willingness to do the things that terrify me with God. And when I do it with God, I'm okay no matter what. Um, so with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P., for getting us started. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you've shared on any of the meetings on Monday or Tuesday, we ask you to hold back so others can share. So who else, who would like to share on what was read today? Lisa B. Janet B. Lisa B. Teresa Janet B. B. Teresa Kathy B. C. Oh, you guys are good. Kathy C. Kathy R. Kathy R. Anybody else?
No, somebody might have thought I heard a voice. Okay. We'll go with Lisa B, Janet B, Teresa P, Kathy C, and Kathy R. Lisa B, please get us started. Oh, good morning, Lisa. Thank you so much for your service. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lisa B, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And I do spell my name L-E-S-A. I love this paragraph, and I love the share that was just shared in the lead. Um, I love the capital N and new and capital L, new land. It's a new world. It's the world of the spirit. But of course, you know, sharing that with me as a newcomer, I'm going to think you're crazy. But it is a new land. It's a new earth. It's a new world that, you know, my feet are rooted into. But I'm, I'm not on that new land yet. But I'm talking to recovered fellows. They're on that new land. And I'm seeing it in their eyes. I'm hearing it in their words. And when they're sharing with me about their experience in food, and this illness of addiction and powerlessness, I can tell they are just like me, but they're not like me anymore. You know, they're free. And um, that gives me hope. And they're reaching their hands out to me through the the outreach calls, you know, when I was a newcomer. Um, And it's just, it's so important to have that connection with other fellows. I cannot do this on my own. Um, I love where it says it brought luster to their tired eyes and fresh courage to their flagging spirits when I come in here and sometimes even now as a recovered person I mean I'm just exhausted and wiped out because I'm trying to run on my mind and on my reason you know capital R that can still be my God at times and I said to someone the other day you know whenever I start thinking too much that's a dangerous place for me. This is all about the heart and the spirit, you know. And um, I love where it says we couldn't quite step ashore. And that's where we are in this paragraph. I'm not quite there yet, but their hands are coming out towards me. And I just need to keep putting foot one foot in front of the other. And it says um, perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile. And we didn't want to lose our support. Sometimes I run back to it. I run back to reason. And trying to figure it all out. You know, this is not about logic, this recovery program. It's not about logic. And sometimes I want to run back to it. But I need to keep moving. Glad to be here with all of you. I pass. Thank you, Lisa B. And Janet B., you're up, followed by Teresa P. Good morning. This is Janet B., recovered from compulsive eating and bulimia in New Jersey. Um, When I was reading it this morning, my mind just focused on the line, friendly hands had stretched out and welcome. And I remembered back, I'd been in OA about six or seven years, could not get abstinent, never even got two weeks together, sometimes couldn't make it to lunch for my first six or seven years. And then I was at an OA convention, actually eating compulsively at the convention. And I remember a woman stood up, she was about my age, and she held up a big book and just very calmly said she'd done what was in this book and hadn't binged in a year. And to me, that was like eternity. And I, I approached her afterwards. And I just said to her, what did you do? And she was friendly. She was kind to me. She told me how she worked what was in this book and asked me to do this too and if I was willing to do it. And what I've come to learn is that 
we can recover when there's an atmosphere of correct information and love. Because before that, I'd been around a lot of people. I'd probably had about 50 sponsors who loved me, who cared me, who did stretch out friendly hands, but they didn't have the right information. They would say, great, you've admitted you're powerless over food. Now here's a food plan, stick to it. That's like an oncologist telling someone, great, now you see that spot in the x-ray that shows you have cancer. Now make your cancer cells stop multiplying. But Donna, who carried the message to me, she was friendly and loved me and gave me the correct information, which was that the only solution is a miracle and that this book tells me how to have a miracle in 12 simple but not easy steps. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Janet B. And Teresa P., you're up, followed by Kathy C. Hi, I'm Teresa P. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and uh, so grateful to uh, be here this morning. And uh, one more time, one of those wonderful paragraphs and uh, arrived at this point. Um, I love that. And I loved hearing it yesterday uh, about uh, God either is or he is. God isn't, you know, just he either is or isn't. And, you know, what does that really mean? Um, this question of faith. And I always thought I had faith. Gee, I got to church all my life and lots of church school years and, you know, grade school and and even some high school. And uh, so I learned about God, went to church every Sunday, did all this stuff. So, of course, I believe in God. And, uh, but, you know, I, I didn't trust him, you know, because he just didn't deliver what, what I wanted it was it was good things with simple things that just didn't happen and and it was always you know always took the reins in my hand and started well you know I didn't think of myself as doing that I just knew that even as a little girl you know stuff wasn't happening and so I had to you know I had to do something and work hard and try hard and definitely get away from my uh home situation and uh but, you know, it didn't matter because I just, you know, jumped right out of the home situation and married into it, <laughs> into the disease of alcoholism and compulsive overeating. And, you know, I just, you know, there's no way I can, there's no geographic that's going to remove me from this disease because the disease is in me. You know, it's my self-will run riot and I, you know, fuel it with the food. And uh, so today I get to let go and, you know, I get to experience it and it's, now it's taken years, gentle experience, just letting go, and I'm doing more letting go and letting God. And uh, realize, okay, this is, you know, and getting older is a good way to do that because uh, my body doesn't function well. And so there's a lot of things to let go of and uh, and just realize that, you know, there is a better plan in all this. And it's just all, it goes back to I either trust God or I don't. He either is or he isn't. And, and you know, and it's just okay and just to let go. And I can't do that without program, without working the 12 steps. And it's just a continuous, ongoing walk. It's a challenge. It's hard work. It's not easy. However, the benefits are tremendous every time I do the work, you know, to the best that I can do it just do what I can do. The results are that, are the peace and and the abstinence. 
the relief from the obsession, and the seeing one more time that God always has the better way. You know, and I just, I want to see it beforehand. Just, God, please set it to me in writing. I want to, you know, look it over here 50 times and so I know what's going on. And it doesn't go that way. It just, Hi. and life happens. So thank you. And I just get to be there and remember one more time, God either is or he isn't. And that's what this program helps me to see. God is, and he is helping me live a wonderful life. Thank you for letting me share my past. Thank you, Teresa P. And Kathy C., you're up, followed by Kathy R. Good morning. This is Kathy C., recovered um, compulsive overeater from Montreal, Canada. Thank you, everyone, for your shares. Um, I, too, can identify here um, so much with the, you know, um, the bridge of, uh, of faith. I relied so much on the bridge of reason. Because so, so far it had brought me, you know, um, so much joy in, in my life, other parts of my life, but somehow I couldn't fix this this food thing, and then it became an obsession, and and then it took it took away my joy. Um, so here in OA, you know, I was I was. You know, they presented the solution, right? Step two, it tells us that we're going to come to rely on a power greater than ourselves, right? And we return to sanity. And I had a really hard time with that, returning to sanity. What do you mean I'm insane? You know, I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. I don't go out, like, you know, doing all crazy, all sorts of crazy stuff. But, you know, I had to come and see that how I was behaving, you know, was not truly what I wanted and that was the crazy thing is that I did what I didn't want to do I was brought to behaving um, you know with, with food um, and I didn't want to behave like that and there I was again because it didn't make sense to me and I tried to rationalize it over and over again right so I tried to remember couldn't remember I tried to purge the pantry couldn't do that either they don't work you know, avoid people, places, didn't work. It worked for everyone else. Everyone gave me all these good, great, all these great, you know, solutions that worked for them. It didn't work for me until I had to come to a point to see, wow, I'm, I'm really done. Like I will always be brought there. My, my mind, my reasoning, it's not, it's not, you know, there's no foundation there. It keeps going back to that self-centeredness. Like it tells us about, you know, the, the root of my problem. Um, so how do I become, you know, out of this self self sentiment? How do I get out of my own thinking? I'm telling you, I have to rely here, you know, on faith, um, on a certain faith, which is one of the higher powers for me today. This is the new land. It's God's land, right? From human, from human dependency to God's dependency. You know, so I can get over. To the bridge on the other side, on the other side, that's where God lives. There's where peace lives right now. There's where I'm returned back to sanity. I'm, I'm, I'm whole again. I've returned home. Um, so the support I really needed, you know, I thought was going to support me, really wasn't really ever there. I had to see the truth about that, living on, you know, that type of reasoning versus um, dependency on a higher power. Um, yeah, so I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy C. And Kathy R., you're up. 
Hi, this is Kathy R., a compulsive overeater in California. And uh, the, the sentence for me is the um, friendly hands have stretched out in welcome. And uh, I haven't shared in this meeting before. I've been in vision about a year, but in and out of the rooms for a long time. And, uh, you know, never really experienced the welcomeness that is that I found in vision as far as um, just the structure and the ease of, you know, if you once you announce as a newcomer, the amount of calls and outreach you get was really overwhelming and, and beautiful and ease of getting a sponsor and uh, so many people available to just give so freely and share the message and uh, the phone list that has 8,000 people on it that you can always have a phone number to call and, and uh, talk to a friendly person. And I just love the visual of just walking over that bridge of region and all they have to do is, is, you know, accept the hand that's reached out from others and from my higher power that's offering me a solution to this problem. And for that, I'm just very grateful for the meeting and everyone's service. And thanks for letting me share in my past. Thank you, Kathy R. And just to let every know, everyone know where we are this morning, we are in the chapter Reagnostics on page 53, and we have read the third paragraph. We're sharing on that one paragraph that begins arrived at this point. So who else would like to share this morning? Rick J. Rick J. Lisa B. Pamela P. Pamela. I have Rick, Lisa, and Pamela, but I did I miss somebody? Pat B. Pat, okay. Devorah F. Devorah. Jane F. Say one more time. Jane F. Jane, thank you. That looks like a great lineup. So you may have to remind me of your last initial when you share. I have Rick J, Lisa, Pamela P, I think, Pat B, Devorah S, and Jane F. So Rick J, you're up, followed by Lisa. Uh, good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you so much for leading us in the meeting this morning. Um, my name is Rick Jay. I am a compulsive overeater in North Carolina. I'm recovered, but not cured, as my dear friend says. Um, yeah, I love this. Uh, you know, the reason is capitalized in here. You know, it's popping up, and you know, in these paragraphs, I, the more I'm going through the book, I see that you know there seems to be uh, you know like a theme to it, and. You know, I'm seeing faith here, and uh, you know, and as was mentioned before, this this new land, this this capital new land. There's there's something there waiting for me that's that's above and beyond the world that I know, and you know, and I'm on this bridge of reason. I'm I'm clinging to the rails, and I love the um, you know, this visual of this bridge. There's uh, you know, there's some bridges in my life I love to visit. You know, and and there's you know, going out to the Outer Banks, there's one that's, um, it's several miles long. There's actually two different bridges that I go over. And, uh, you know, and, and I just sort of see myself on this, this bridge, you know, that last mile. I mean, you know, I go over this bridge, you know, at least once a year, uh, these bridges. And, you know, and I, and I just think about this bridge and being on there and, and I'm crossing over you know, I'm crossing over from, from one shore to another, you know, and I'm, you know, and on that, uh, you know, that, that final bridge, you know, I'm, I'm uh, on the outer banks now, you know, and I've, I've left, 
you know, the, the mainland behind me. And, but what is it about that, uh, you know, that shore that's coming, um, you know, with, with faith, you know, and for me, what keeps me from getting all the way over is fear of everything that I know or everything that I think I know, you know, it's my old ideas. It's, Everything I know in the world and my place in it, my attitude, everything that I structure, I build for this, this, um, this structure that I've, I've built to help me live. And, you know, and it's my old character defects. It's, it's everything that I know. And it's all my old belief systems. It's the way I make things work in my mind. And then act accordingly. And here is something new that's taking everything that I know or think I know away and replacing it with something new. And and it was terrifying. But I but like was mentioned, I, I saw other people who had been where I had been and were doing actions that you know I was starting to do and I was feeling fear there. And once I overcame that fear and simply gave in to the actions that they were taking then I began to, you know, like step ashore, those, those friendly hands reaching out, you know, they were there, they understand me, they understood me better than I understood myself. And they were giving me love, they were able to love me and understand me more than I could on my own. And I've had some beautiful teachers and guides and, you know, who, who know me, who understand me. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Rick J. And Lisa, you're up. If you'll tell me the first initial of your last name, followed by Pamela P. Um, sure. My name is Lisa B.T. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you. Great. Okay. Thanks so much. Um, Lisa B.T. Um, I live in Guelph near Toronto, Canada. I'm recovered. Um, I think that for me, the, the capital N, capital L, new land, um, really stands out for me this morning. Um, I have been in and out of the rooms um, for many years now. I can't even count, but I think it's 15, 16, something like that. And um, it, ha- it, it wasn't until I sort of came to vision that I think my program has changed. Um, uh, somebody referred earlier to, you know, being willing. And I certainly, I have felt willing um, all along, um, but I just was not able to um, maintain abstinence. Um, and when I did, um, I, I was really white knuckling it. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it was ever really relaxed, and that's sort of years and years of that. Um, now, for the first time, um, I'm actually working the steps, and I'm on step four. And I'm about to do my step five. And that is, to me, it it's become the definition of new land. Um, I didn't know how much it was my own mind and beliefs that were really holding me back. I just kept imagining this place outside of myself, this God outside of myself that... Um, I had to figure out how to reach, you know, by being very good and being very willing and then, you know, falling back. And and just I just kept doing that over and over and over again. And now having done this four step, I feel a little bit like. Like Dorothy. When when the good witch says, um, well, 
you know, the whole time you could have gone home, you just click your heels together. And she just looks down and there all along. Um, she, there's been a path, but she just didn't know. And I feel really very much like that. And, and a feeling has come over me this past few days that is just been kind of extraordinary. And I just want to share it. Um, I, I heard years ago, I was in a class studying, you know, Western art, something like that in, at, at university. And they, they were talking about how the Bible, you know, was really the source of a, of a great deal of painting and art and so on over the years. And I was sort of listening to it all. But this story really struck me, which was a painting that shows sort of Satan um, away from God. And the story is, is that the greatest suffering he had was that he was so far away from from God, um, even though it was his own will that, that took him there. And that just stayed in my mind. It just was so poignant. And I'd always just thought of Satan as the bad guy or whatever, if there is a Satan, I don't know. But just that idea of like a you know, bad and evil and all that kind of stuff, instead of somebody really suffering because they're so far away from what they Hi. really love the most. Thank you. So, you know, I feel having doing my four step, I'm getting out of my own way. And I feel this closeness of God that I is just with my breath. And it really is. It really, truly feels like a new land. And with that, I shall pass. Thanks very much. And thanks for everybody being here and for your service. Thank you, Lisa B.T. and Pamela P. You're up, followed by Pat B. Yes, hi. This is Pamela P. from New York City. Um, when I heard the pastor right now, um, I got in a rough place right now. It's hard to let go of the disease. Um, this is my higher weight. I've been in the longest. And I don't know. I know what to do. And I just don't want to do it, or I'm afraid to do it, or I just don't know what. But I feel like my back against the wall now, and now my life is becoming overly unmanageable, and it's just getting crazy now. The food is just like a, like a drug right now, and I. I got to let it go, and I spoke to someone in program, and now my food plan got to change dramatically, and the food means something to me, almost like they are human or something the way. They all bring me a comforting, but it was for a short period of time, and they're like a part of me, and I got to let it go, and it's just been very, very hard. Um, I'm, I'm done in a relationship and I know my partner upset the way I'm looking lately because I gained some weight and I'm enraged at myself and I know it's not only by physically, but it is a problem right now. So I'm just praying that just for today, I don't really put an effort to try to do the net right move and don't stuff myself in the food. And I did got to let it go and let God. It's just been a struggle. It's been very struggle. But I do thank God for visiting for you. 
I thank God for the outpouring love I receiving from the program. And now it's up to me to make the next move instead of waiting for someone to do it for me. And for that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela P. And Pat B., you're up, followed by Devorah S. Hi, Pat B., Recovered Compulsive Eater in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. This, yeah, I, I, when I was reading this the first time, I kind of thought it was like, like step three, that I had to make this decision. But that isn't what it is. This is not step three yet. It's only step two. And so it's about coming to believe. Do I believe that a power greater than me can restore me to sanity? And I'm standing, I drew a little diagram with the bridge of reason, and I realized that the bridge of reason was already built. It had been built by all these people that had crossed over it. It wasn't like Raiders of the Lost Ark where, uh, what's his name, had to step out into space and then the bridge appeared. No, the bridge was well-traveled by all these people that were standing on the other side that had faith. And the thing that I came to realize was that all I needed to do was close my eyes and step ashore. Step ashore to the, to the promised land, it says, the new land. And all these people there. Now, at this point, I don't even have to. I, my faith has to be very elementary. Just, okay, I'm going on other people's faith. They've done it. And so it's called blind faith. I just don't even know what kind of faith it is. But by the time I finish the steps, I will have understanding faith. It's the difference between belief and knowing. Knowing is in your heart. And when I finish the steps, then by the time I get to step 11, I will have understanding faith. And the other thing is that that now the, the pages that we're coming to are going to be talking about faith. And what faith, what do we have faith in? And, and spoiler alert on page 56, there's a story of a guy who suddenly accepted it, and he it says he has stepped from bridge to shore, and for the first time he lived in conscious companionship with his creator. So the book is full of people. That's what the stories are: people who have stepped onto the the promised land. And I am running across that bridge of reason, and I am jumping onto the land into the arms like like a, a performer jumping into the arms of all his the people watching and being carried like from one hand to the next and it just feels so wonderful and i am so grateful for this program and for this book and bill with with his wonderful way of expressing things thank you for letting me share and i pass Thank you, Pat B. And Devorah F., you're up, followed by Jane F. Hi, good morning, everyone. My name is Devorah F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey, and thank you all who make this meeting possible. What a beautiful meeting and all these shares. And what's the, what's the line here that, that um, I'm looking at, <clears throat> the outlines, and the promise of the new land had brought luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to flagging spirits. And, you know, that was me when I came into this program. I was I was tired, and I was, my spirits were down, and 
you know, I was overweight, grossly overweight, and I couldn't stop eating. Um, but you welcomed me. You know, you, you reached out and you opened up your arms and you gave me courage um, that, you know, if you could do it, I could, you know, they, they're doing it and it just showed me that if they could do it, I could do it too. Um, it gave me something and that's what I looked for every week when I came to the meetings and I saw the same people who were talking about they weren't eating um, and God was doing for them something that they couldn't do for themselves. You know, it kept coming, it kept me coming back. Um, but I had to go more, you know, putting down the food and, and reaching out to people. I had to get more. I had to get into action and, and take through the rest of the steps. And that's what I feared. I was so afraid um, to go even more. But, you know, listening to others that, you know, and, and it brought me to my, it showed me that I couldn't rely on myself well, that I had to surrender even more, you know, surrender my fear give everything over to my higher power, and walk across to that new shore. Walk across to this place that's here for me, knowing that, you know, God is here for me and doing for me and wants me to lean on him um, throughout in all affairs. And um, that's what I was, I was holding on to my own, um, you know, I didn't want to give that up. Um, and um, so, you know, this is, this is something, and this is something I have to do every single day when I wake up in the morning. I have to re-surrender myself to God's will um, and recommit myself to this program um, because, you know, I forget. My thinking, my thinking is so um, there <laughs> um, that each day I have to, um, you know, re-surrender myself and that and, 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 and so that God can direct me to where he would have me be. And I'm really grateful, um, because this new land that I'm 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 walking on today is bringing me so much hope and it's filling me with so much faith and just reaching out to all of you each day, um and, and being connected here is the is the highlight of my day and I, I'm just so grateful to be part of that. So thank you and I will pass. Thank you, Devorah S. And Jane S., you're up. Good morning. My name is Jane S., and I am in New Hampshire. And uh, by the grace of God, I can now call myself a recovered compulsive overeater. And uh, <laughs> I kind of, my eyes swell up when I say, when I say that, or well up a little bit um, from gratitude and joy. Uh, because I came into this program uh, almost 12 years ago. I came into our parent program uh, 12 years ago, and uh, when I put down other substances, it became pretty clear that I had a problem with food. Uh, and my sponsor at that time in that program uh, suggested I go to OA. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't until I found this group right here, uh, A Vision for You, a few years ago. And I sat on the sidelines for years. Um, trying to control it and trying to do it my way and really honestly not um, surrendering um, fully. And I didn't understand why I couldn't get it. And uh, so this paragraph today is, has made me remember, uh, it's brought back memories of um, when I was in the other program struggling with my food still and I put down the other substance. But um, 
I used to go to this morning meeting every day at 5.30 in the morning, and it was in a church basement, and we walked down the stairs, and on the office door, there was a little bumper sticker thing that said, faith is a verb. And I would read that every morning, and I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, today, what that means for me is that, you know, all of what I'm hearing from all of you every day, it's how we work this program. Every day, I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to be a compulsive overeater. But every day, I have the choice that I can either choose God or the disease. And so God, for me, is everything today and has grown exponentially in the last 100 days that I've been here. And he's granted me a neutrality around food that I've never had before in my life. And so I can see so much clearer now. And uh, I know that God has a plan. And I know that uh, by working through the steps with this loving sponsor that I have right now and in just finishing up my steps, I've been reaching out and putting my name out there to sponsor, <laughs> and it wasn't happening. And I was like, why, 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 what's wrong? And then yesterday, two women came to me, and I was able to start with one woman uh, I'm starting today. And it's like God has a plan. For me, that's faith. I needed to just take that leap of faith, trust and rely on my God as I understand him, accept life on life's terms, and then and then things he just gives me so much. It's almost overwhelming sometimes. My mornings and my quiet time with God in the morning often um, is tears, tears of gratitude and joy for where I am today because I'm neutral and I can go anywhere and do anything. And so for that, I'm very grateful and I will keep coming back and I'll try to continue to share with you all. I don't know why it's so hard for me, but um, thank you for letting me be here and thank you everyone for your service. Thank you, Jane F. And it looks like we probably have time for three more shares. Um, who would like to share on page 53? Third paragraph begins arrived at this point. Edini M. Edini M. Nadia E. Nadia is that? Yes. Okay. I have Edini M. Nadia E. One more. Nancy L, do you have time for one more? I hope so, Nancy. Okay, so Jane F from um, New York. Well, I have I'm, I've I've run out of room. I have Adini M, Nadia E, and Nancy L. Adini M, you're up, followed by Nadia. Thank you for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Adini M, and I am. Such a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Always giving credit where credit is due. So this is where we get to turn the corner. You know, do I continue with my old ideas and actions, or do I choose to grasp onto faith and really believe that there is something much bigger than me? You know, shifting my faith from God, from food to God, from illusions to truth and honesty, that there is truly a God that created me and will take care of me. Do I choose to trust that, to rely on a source that gave me life, or do I continue with my old ways of thinking and all my old stories? So I choose to believe by seeing others recover and then to trust and believe that that's possible for me. 
and to lead with the depths of my heart and get out of my head and onto the promise of this new land, you know, to step onto new soil and plant new seeds and believe that these seeds will grow just as long as I do my part. I need to nurture these seeds. I need to meet God halfway, 100%. And it's really believing and taking courage to take that steps of steps of faith and cross the bridge of reason with God holding his hand I had to hold his hand and I needed my fellows to do this because I couldn't do this alone and I I allowed myself gave myself permission to be guided not to lead but to be guided so do I have the eyes of faith or do I have the eyes of fear You know, I've lived in fear for most of my life, and that did not serve me. And when I saw it through the eyes of fear, I used to exaggerate all my difficulties. I had pity parties, and I underestimated my abilities. But with the eyes of faith, I get to see God's vision, my vision, the vision for you, to see and believe that God is bigger than any problem that I have. A mustard seed of faith Just a little bit of faith can move mountains. And let me tell you, my fellows, my mountains and my life have moved, and they keep on moving. Thank you, God. Thank you so much, and I pass. Thank you, Adini M. And Nadia E., you're up, followed by Nancy L. Good morning, family. It's Nadia E. from Toronto, Canada. And thank you, God, for, <laughs> I was on the treadmill, and then, and, and I wanted to just, I wanted to share, but I thought, I guess that it's not going to happen. But um, I, I, I typed in there, and, um, and it's perfect because my breathing was so heavy. I thought, oh, I don't want to be first. I got to be second, so that's perfect. And it's the same thing in life. I don't need to be first. I can be second or third. Um, so yesterday, I was really in a not a good place. Um, so I, like my nightly inventory, I um, I realized that you know. So what are my gratitude? That I just didn't even feel grateful, which is so odd for me. And all I mustered up was I know that God is working in the background and I know that God is there for me when I'm ready to reapproach my program. And, you know, like just, it's amazing um, that I'm able to just sort of float for a little bit, um, go into the negativity. And, and I thought, this just doesn't work for me. It feels really yucky. And um, just like when I take a shower in the morning, I just get rid of all the, you know, the yuckiness. And um, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live in a soiled life. I want to live in a fruitful, clean, abundant life. And I want my relationships to, to, to flourish, you know? Like, I just, I don't want to be that person. And, um, but not wanting to be like that and taking the action, um, you know, that's what recovery is about. And so for today, um, I'm just saying, okay, God, you, you show me. You show me 
what I need to do to take care of myself, what I need to do um, to get out of the, you know, the, the logic um, and just be um, as you would have me be and make those amends. I need to make my amends today. Um, and that's how I get peace and that's how um, I don't go to the food. I don't want the food. Um, I mean, the surplus the, or, or the, my poison food. I don't want and I don't need those. I do need God and I do need you guys. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Nadia E. And Nancy L., you're up. This is Nancy L. from Georgia. Uh, grateful this today. And this sentence that just grabbed me this morning is we were grateful grateful that reason had brought us so far um i've been in this program for seven years and i'm grateful that it hasn't been a smooth sailing all the way i've had relapse after relapse um and perhaps i do lean on reason too much but I think with every relapse, I've learned something more. There's more for me to learn. Um, but for the past 16 months, I haven't gone on a binge of eating unneeded food. And the program, even though I've relapsed, has kept me from gaining more weight Um I've taken care of the food by trying to eat correctly and talk to my fellows in the program and talk to my higher power daily. Uh, So I'm very grateful that reason has brought me this far. But I'm also grateful that I don't, I can't tell you this morning, I've arrived. (laughs) I haven't arrived Uh, I don't know all the answers. Um, I'm very comfortable in saying, I don't know. Um, But I do know that my higher power is there with me, has been with me through my relapses, my days of recovery, um, and is there with me today. And it's going to take me on to that promised new land where All my cravings will be gone. They're not gone yet, but the promise is that that they will go. So I'm I'm very happy and grateful to be on the journey I'm on, grateful for my past journey, and grateful for what lies ahead because I know there's more more recovery there for me, and uh, and I think each person that's helped me along with their outstretched hands on my journey. Um, So with that, Um, I pass. Now, thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy L. And thank you to everyone who shared this morning. Thank you, Team Wednesday. Um, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for this morning, Wednesday, April the 28th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, is 16,848. That's 16848. 
We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Barbara E. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Thank you so much, and it's been a wonderful month. Thank you, everyone. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you can transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.